The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by a AmomentWithMorris.com and BlackBlueprints.com. That's BlackBlueprintsWithAZ.com. I am Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Bringing to you the Say Something Podcast. Say something, say something, say something. Bringing episode 18 to your dome piece. We gonna get by 30 by my birthday. It's a new birthday, right? You know what? Actually, 40 by the new birthday. 40 by the new birthday. Which is in June for anybody that wants to give me presents. Because <laughs> I do accept presents on my birthday. PayPal? Please. Cash advances. Awesome. Visa, MasterCard, I Discover, need, listen, I EBT cards. Take me out to dinner. Because, you know, when you think about dinner, like a lot of women don't know how to cook like they used to back in the day, bro. It's, it's a lost art. That's definitely a lost art. So, you know, take me out to a nice restaurant, something like that, preferably black. But usually, you know, unfortunately, in these parts, there's not a lot of high-end black restaurants. We're in Northern California, Sacramento to be exact, yes. the valley, yes. for your geography. But there is actually a dope black-owned restaurant in Oakland. Okay. I forget what it was. I went to, um, you know. Um, last year went to my birthday there and it was dope. I was like, really? I was like, really? Yeah, see, you're not a drinker. You don't drink? Nah, man. I don't drink. I used to get busy. (laughs) (laughs) I used to get real, but nah. I don't even get down with the boys. I look at it like this. Okay. And I told my friend, shots out to my dude, uh, Gino. I said to myself and I talked to him because he was like, yo, man, we about to turn up for his birthday. You know, and I was like, check this out, bro. If we're moving and we're talking about going forward into a space of letting go a lot of the European ways and ideologies, one of the main things we got to let go of is that alcohol, man. Okay. I, pr- I promise you that alcohol creates 75% of issues with black males anger because once you get that alcohol in your system, you know, there's all kind of mistakes and I feel like I'm too grown at my age to be making those mistakes. So I don't mess with that alcohol. Oh, that, that, I, I'm on the other side of that. I'm still a drinker. Really? Oh yeah. I, I, I wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> you, Mr. Vegan, well, don't veg- eat. I'm a vegetarian. Okay. Excuse vegan. me. Oh, let, let me Little get, thing with a big thing. Let me get technical. <laughs> you are Mr. Vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian. All right. But you still get to the brew. Oh, I don't drink beer, really, but I, I still I, I like good whiskey. I'm a tequila drinker. Wait a minute. Hold up, dog. Yeah. Bro, you drink hard alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, oh, yeah, I'm a beer drinker. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I, I, I appreciate a good whiskey and a good tequila. The last time I swung an episode with a good bottle of vodka, yeah. I woke up naked with a girl that I had picked up and she was naked and we both didn't know what happened. Yeah. See, I'm not like, I call it frat boy drinking. Like I don't do that. I don't do the whole, let's, you know, let's see how hammered we can get by midnight. Like I don't drink like that. So I, I, I drink to get myself a nice little, you know, nice little zone, a little buzz. Nice little, let's yeah, what it is. yeah I'm a grown ass man. So I'm not, I'm not the dude who's stumbling, you know, falling all over the place. You never, you, that you never see. But I, I do appreciate it. I, wine too sometimes. I can only, like I say, I could drink a wine, I could drink a beer, but that's on a very, very occasional kind of moment. I really wake up on Fridays and Saturdays and not trip. Like I before, it was like 
Thursday, excuse me, Wednesday through Sunday, let's get lit. Yeah. And then through the week, if I had some company, yeah. of course, the first thing that's going to be open is a bottle of wine. Yeah, you know? see, I don't, yeah see, I don't drink for the turn up. Like, so I, I can go... I can be out socially and not drink at all. Drink at all. Okay. Or I can drink by myself. Like, like I'm one of those people that yeah. I can, I can sit and like back when I I've only been a vegetarian for about two years. Mm-hmm. So before that, if I was going out to eat a steak or or eat some food, you would order wine. I would order whiskey. Like, cause to really? me, yeah, like a Jack and Coke or something. Like to me, I wasn't gonna wash down. Uh, a steak and asparagus and potatoes with a Pepsi. I had a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like I just soda just didn't didn't. You know. I had an ex girlfriend that just fucked with Jack Daniels heavy. Yeah. And I looked at I looked at her weird. Like, yo, you fuck with that's Jack a broad Daniels. right there. Like, like if that's she, crazy. If she taking shots of whiskey. That, that, that's 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 heavy shit, man. You you and Jack is. We don't get in the liquor conversation, but Jack is like. <laughs> Jack is the base for whiskey. It's not high end. It's it's like it's, that's low end it's, shit. It's it's, it's it's a two point student. That's wine old shit. It's it, well no, it's a little bit better than that. There's some cheaper. Oh, there's oh, some cheaper whiskey. Cheap I don't it, know. It, it's the it's the C student for whiskey. Like wait, it, wait, it, it qualifies. You 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 grading these motherfuckers now? Oh, there's a huge difference in whiskey. There's a huge difference in everything. I and I do understand that. Yeah, there's the, everything is but, not created equal. Letting, that is yeah. true because like it was funny me and my man we had went to Ruth Chris uh, happy hour okay and he just was like when we were eating some of the the gourmet shit dog that was super cheap and he just was looking at me he's like this shit is just better and I started rolling yeah because it's just there are things that are higher quality and that's it yeah so the, they make the same with liquor all tequilas aren't the same Not all vodkas aren't the same all whiskeys aren't the Not same at all. all cigars aren't the same I used to smoke cigars for a while. I used to be a heavy, cigar you know, back uh, in high school. And so, well, now I mean, and I'm talking not like Black and Miles or or <laughs> that's not, what not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about those cigars. The little, with the little tips. No, 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 no. When you said high loaded. school, that's what made me think uh, that. Yeah, not, you already know. Not, not, not. Who not, did it? Yeah, no. I had one time. I had a Black and Mile, and I had a forty. And I was hitting a girl from the back. See, see like, neither one. Like, <laughs> no forties, no Black and Miles. But I'm just having fun with it. See, I like to sometimes. Sometimes people be thinking I'm just so damn serious and so damn black power. Like I don't have a yeah, you're pretty you know, normal guy, man. I think because <laughs> I mean, you're my friend. I you know sometimes yeah. you are at least. But stop it. I just <laughs> but I'm just saying that like, sometimes people just really think that I just have never don't do normal stuff. Yeah, I've never gotten busy like that. I just in myself right now currently. I, you know what? One of the major factors that allowed me to really halt. The alcohol consumption was exactly DUIs. Okay. Just because it got to a, it's to the point now that you drink a sip of something. Yeah. They can pull you over and say, oh, have you been drinking, Mr. Axius? And if you say yes, you're going to jail. I've learned that. I remember getting pulled over and no, actually can't even say pulled over. We was at the, what's those damn things called that they have? Checkpoints. The checkpoints in San Diego, right? And I'm with the kids. This is during my college tour, okay. right? And I had a drink earlier. Yeah. Just the kids was at the boardwalk. I said, you know what? Let me just have a little drink, right? Yeah. It was a few couple years back. And of course, we go to downtown San Diego. I hit a fucking DUI stop. And I'm like, oh, this is not good, right? Yeah. And so the cop stopped us, of course, normal procedure, asked me, have you been drinking? Yeah. I said, I don't drink. The cop said, you don't drink? He said, come on. You had one drink. 
I said, I don't drink. I said, I don't drink alcohol. He's all, you sure? I said, sir, I don't drink any alcohol. Am I able to go? And he just looked and said, go ahead. Had I said. I had a drink earlier. You're going to go through the whole protocol. It wouldn't be a say something podcast right now. Well, I I think that. Okay, so I agree with you. So, uh, you know him, AP. Yeah, you know, AP. So I, I've alleviated those. Uh, if uh, shout out to AP out there, uh, he he the driver. That's that's the that's the guy. That's the guy. He is uh, the personal Uber. He, that's he's the, person the guy. Driver. Yeah, if I'm out drinking and if I know what the what the, what the night's gonna bring, I need the only keys I leave are, are the house keys. Like I don't even touch my car. So he'll pick me up, take me. And I and, and just to preface it too, I ain't balling. This is not a baller conversation or situation. Yeah. He's he's really the homie. You he just really have a black out. Porsche outside Stop of it. the It's old. It's old though. I mean <laughs> that, that's even better. <laughs> it's old though. The older one is better probably than the newer one, even though the newer one is kinda of fly. Oh no, I'm I I, I love European cars. Yeah. I, I see love the cars. That Porsche thing, you know. Right, well let's move it up. So we talk- <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying but what what what, yeah. what a lot to say about alcohol because we've pretty much advertised it and we're not saying anything, but be careful when you drink and please don't drink and drive. And at the same time, I think that because I haven't been drinking yeah. or I don't drink as much, like usually going to the bars and buying a drink or buying a drink for someone else, I've saved a lot of you, money. That is true. I've had I've been fortunate enough that the businesses that I've been in, I get comp stuff. So, uh, Gosh, I need to hang out with you a little bit. Like I said, I am the most. I guess I might be a drinker again if I hung out with I you. I am with such the a faux baller. Like, if, if people's like F A U X, like, I if people see me, you think I got money now? Nah. I just, I just have some pretty good friends that, that, that hook it up. True. But, but when it comes to like behavior, I, I remember back when I was younger, we used to go out six nights a week. Who didn't? Like, but I'm saying so, but. Saying something to behavior and how we act and yeah. stuff. As you get older, you realize that there's certain things that just don't fit anymore. Right. That they don't fit your lifestyle anymore. And I don't even put it on an age. Like we always like to attach maturity to it. I think it's just your life. Yes, sir. Like I don't have the same life I used to have when I went out six nights a week. I don't have the energy for it. Yeah. I really just don't. I just don't have the energy. No desire. The energy. No desire. I know the fuckery is going to be there. Yeah. The temptations are going to be there. And just that moment is going to be a situation that I don't want to be in. I feel so good every night when I'm at the crib, when I'm chilling with some good friends or where we're doing some work in the community and relaxing afterwards. It has, I don't even like move, you know, sometimes people have that idea and they'd be like, oh, I want to dance or do something like that. Also, because of the fuckboy music that they have in these clubs now, what's what am I gonna be doing in there? I go personally <laughs> I, whenever there's like the '90s party comes to you, town, right I'm there. there. When, okay. the, when the DJ's spinning, you know, oh man, we doing this '90s party. So you you catch me there. Okay, I, I've graduated into that group now. I feel that. You know, I definitely feel uh, that. I walk in this tribe called Quest, Naughty Boy oh, Nation. I'll be out there. But those are rarities. Those are not every. Damn. Nah, but they probably have them out here probably maybe once every two months. But it, they've got one of those. Some parties. of them all ain't all that fly. No, nah, but I'm just saying that that's where yeah, you're more that's likely to catch at. me. That's yeah. where you'll catch me. You I'm all the, about the eighties and nineties. Yeah, you see a nineties party come through, you 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 catch you're more likely to catch me on day. I think clothes. that's we should do one of them shows, like the difference between eighties and nineties music to right now. All that stuff. We we can tap into that. I think the big part is is just looking at how you move in in, in our behavior. Cause like I can full on say anybody who knew me in my early twenties, like I was just out there. 
like just reckless abandon. I had kids. I wasn't married. Nobody. I was just I was just out there. And there's a whole you lot were of reckless, and you still didn't have no kids in your recklessness because there was some things that I was like. Like steadfast though. So what you was a pullout guy or the gym? Oh, I was just a cotton dude. I should have bought stock in the company. Oh, I, they was in my glove compartment, in my backpack, <laughs> in, my, in all my coat pockets, in the breast pocket. Like it was just like, think about if talking about that. Yeah. When you think about that, think about the big money stocks that Negroes probably never jumped on, like something like condoms. Yeah, like honestly. Yeah, like how much money they making right like, now? Like realistically, had I got on board with if if I had the, the Trojan foresight, magnums, if I got the, if I had had the foresight, because like that was my thing. My 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 big thing on it was I said I never wanted a baby mom. Okay, was my belief. Then it was I wasn't anti children. Yeah, I said I want a baby mom. Smart guy. Well, because I I had such a you know I I ran through relationships like like. <laughs> If you was they, I would say I was the king of flings. I'll give you an amazing six weeks. <laughs> like once you get past the two month mark, all bets off. Oh man! But I'm an amazing vacation. You like a cell phone? You only get a year, huh? Yeah, I mean, I look, keep it real. My behavior, my twenties, I messed with a lot of married women. Like in my twenties, those messing with married women so, was fun. Man. But I'm saying, but these are the. This is how I was living. Yeah. So remember, y'all, real quick. Long how we were. Yeah, living. yeah, yeah. Not now. Which is why I can sit there and say the way that I was living. Don't judge us. I said, I, I didn't want a baby mama. I said, if I don't want to keep her, then I've got no business having kids with her. Right. So having relationships that was six weeks long, eight weeks long, that's why I was so strong on not having babies. <laughs> I was like, because she ain't going to be around when the seasons change. We don't need to have a kid together. You know, but I think that, that going through those phases and, and that type of behavior. A lot of times we get quick on wanting to judge people when we hear stories about somebody doing this and that, and we forget our dirt, the dirt that we tracked in the house. Like we forget the dirt under our nails. It's real easy to sit back at forty-five or fifty and 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 demonize kids for when you when you catch twenty-year-old smoking weed now, but you done just forgotten all that behind behind the locker room when you when you was a kid. No, sir. You know, I, I can't believe that you're, you're you know, as I, if you never have yeah, having, having sex, this and that, that, whatever. Uh, when you lose your virginity, pop, you know, like, Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, but some of this behavior out there that that we we should mature out of it. it some of this stuff is just reckless. Yeah. So it's one thing that if you're doing something that may catch you up. You know, but it's another thing like drunk driving is not a you problem. No. Drunk driving is being reckless, is being trifling and can hurt everybody. Yes, sir. Like drunk drivers aren't the one that die in in, in accidents. Mm -hmm. Like statistically, because their body is so inebriated, A, it's um, relaxed, like your muscles are really relaxed while you're drunk. And it's a natural, almost like a pain reliever. So you don't feel it. So your natural uh, inclination to tense up isn't there. So a drunk driver gets in an accident and he just kind of bends like Gumby yeah. when the car twists and flips. Meanwhile, the family in the minivan that you just hit, nobody makes it. Nobody makes it. So that's crazy too, man. Yeah. So some of that behavior is that we charge the immaturity, or we charge the game of being young. But some of this mess we ain't got no business out here doing. Not at all. That's and, why I don't subscribe to it. Yeah. And so, you know, looking at different people out here and stuff that we need, I think we need to say something about is certain kind of behaviors out there Ooh, that uh, folks need to be brought before the congregation. <laughs> Man, send them and bring them to the table as we 
place judgment <laughs> on these foul acts and these foul thumbs people. down across the the uh, the Coliseum. Uh, one dude who I am happy in, in, in that I'm seeing he got his walking papers over at his network. A celebration is due. There's a lot of folks he's been way it's overdue. It's like what what is it? What the Rock said? Finally. Yeah. Finally, finally, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly has got fired by Fox. Yeah, for all of the the multiple, multiple, multiple uh, sexual. No, let's say that again. Multiple. multiple. We're not talking. And and Prevacin, this is the same man who who was relieved of his duties from Fox News for the multiple uh, sexual assault allegations. Is the same guy who who got on board and roasted. Uh, Ludacris. Oh, he's roasted them all. Ludacris when he had the Pepsi commercial and he Cam was on and him had a good uh, spark. That was, was kind of interesting. You know, talk about how he, you know, horrible human being and all this other stuff. Called Mark Lamont a drug dealer. Bill like, Cosby. <laughs> oh yeah, young Bill. Bill, I mean, you got some company, brother. But here's the difference between him and Bill Cosby. Unfortunately, Bill O'Reilly is going to land another job. But yeah, go ahead. But my thing is, is when you're the guy claiming like you all got some moral high ground. Yeah, on the that. on a similar subject yes that that's the dude who's sitting there saying you're the worst horrible human being yes. how could you ever do drugs and then you've been popped multiple times for for coke possession listen can i tell you one thing what's that white privilege matters but go i'm on. just saying but so for him he got relieved of his duties and this was the dude who was just notoriously like talked about how he uh just just recently coming off of the maxine waters where he was just blatantly disrespectful to a woman who's who's been serving the community and the people for for 40 years and he made the comment about her hair. You know, I couldn't hear past any of her her educated and insightful points because of her James Brown wig. And when I seen that and when he said it and how the rest of his, um, you know, colleagues didn't jump at. Nobody did. You know, didn't jump at checking him. You saw the fact that that white privilege kicked in, but that invincibility that. You can't touch me because I've already paid off millions of dollars. Yeah, I'm good. And I know that I'm making Fox billions of dollars. I can say whatever, whenever, and at the same time, the country has changed because guess what? Donald Trump is in office. And guys like Bill O'Reilly with the rhetoric that they spit is the reason why Trump is in. And from the time... That he got suspended before now the recent firing, they said the viewership went down twenty three percent. Yeah, they they people were like, oh, you know, he's going to be gone at first because of the sponsorship pulls. Yeah. Well, kind of the way it works is is that uh, advertisers and stuff are have deals with the network, so not necessarily the specific show. So they were pulling the these the ads from uh, O'Reilly's show. But they were just circulating them to other comparable shows, so they were still getting their viewership for their ads. So they weren't losing money on that end. That's why he was still around uh, during a lot of these issues. Then it just got to the point to where the viewership numbers changed, and then that's when it—that's when it becomes a pocketbook conversation, and then that's when you become more trouble than you're worth. Hey, I mean, I totally agree. But in the same sense, when you have to look at a guy's history like this, right? Riddle and I mean, just it's just besides the disrespect of certain communities, the fact that he had no respect for the women and how these men, you know what I mean? And and I feel like that's why a lot of the reasons 
we talk about what's going on with our black men and our black women. Where did it all go wrong? It's like we're watching some of these guys walk unchecked and thinking that it's okay for us to do the same. Like we're adopting these kind of behaviors and it's not right. So when you see a guy like Bill O'Reilly just almost walk in invincibility, you're saying to yourself, like, how is this guy getting away with it when Bill Cosby, we're talking about, and I am not justifying anything that Bill did. Matter of fact, I was one of those people that said, hey, if he did it, get rid of him. Yeah. But the years, the years, the decades of these charges come up, his whole career is tarnished. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly, pass after pass after pass after pass. And even in the just of, yeah, I just, uh, you know, saw a funny, funny meme of Max, uh, uh, Maxine, and it says, hey, Bill, how you like my wig now? It's yeah, 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 I thought it was. But the funny and ironic part of this whole thing is his rhetoric is rhetoric that Americans need white America loves that rhetoric. You will find Bill O'Reilly somewhere making more money. Yeah, because with Fox News, he may just go the route of uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, take it to like the equivalent of, like Sirius or something. He, he he he's if Rush Limbaugh is still working. Oh, most definitely. Imus was working. And Stern yes. was a Bill O'Reilly ain't going. He's nowhere. not going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. But, but it's gonna be a little bit of tone deaf. Cause remember when um what's his name the whole the whole thing happened. It was, it was, I think it was Imus when he was talking about the um, black girls. Hose, that, the, yeah, and. He's such an old, fragile, broken white guy that when you hear him say that, you almost laugh at it, even though it's serious. Yeah. But you're laughing. It's like, look at this guy. But again, you said it. Rush Limbaugh, I remember him getting fired from ESPN for some of his antics. And then he's kind of took more of the route of an underground surface. That's all Bill going to do. Bill's but, still going to make a yeah, lot of money. Rush Limbaugh, he's still front running when it comes to... Um, commentary for the Republican Party. He's right. got all his lobbyists that he works with and he's got he's got fat pockets. But we start talking about start seeing the backlash to behavior, you know, Bill O'Reilly is is speaking to the to the to the Trump supporters. Like yeah. a lot like a lot of his rhetoric is to the Trump supporters, but I think something that was interesting that just happened was uh the New England Patriots. So they they won the Super Bowl and right after the Super Bowl you heard of uh, uh, Martellus Bennett and a couple of players were saying that I'm not going to the White House next year. Like, like I'm, like I'm not even. It's it, like it's not even on my radar. Like yeah. I'm, I don't even. Like, you know, he was. He just. I don't. This dude does not represent me nor the nation that I believe America is about. Yeah. So I'm just not effing with it. Yeah. And there was a debate between Martellus Bennett not going, and they talked about Brady who didn't go when Obama was there. And it was this kind of going back and forth about why would you say something about this one player and not another. Well, the New England Patriots just showed up and nearly two dozen players didn't show up yeah. for the White House. That's everybody from Tom Brady to Danny Amendola, LeGarrette Blunt, like like starters. We're not talking about the, the third string. So Danny, so Danny wasn't there? Danny wasn't there either. It was and like Danny was the one that made the catch, right? Uh one of them. He was a, No, the the one catch with the the, the uh, If it wasn't Amendola, it was White. But I mean, neither one of them was there. But the funny thing about it, 
is because I'm I'm trying to figure out who he 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 said someone's name and he was looking for him and I don't think he was there. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you, so the, on a football team, if you don't follow football, you, you're talking about a 53 man roster. So when 20 22 dudes. I think it was like 30 people in the show, bro. Well, it was like, no, it was like it was, that's what I'm, I'm hearing that it was like uh, something like 30 or something. Maybe maybe there's a uh, player coaches players or something, all, whatever. All type of difference. But it was, but there was damn near the entire starting roster didn't show up, and so you had 20 20 some odd players of the 53 man team didn't even bother to make the trip because the rhetoric that spouted by this dude, his behaviors, his yeah. ways, the way he just this is the same president who this very same week. And in a public gathering, a little kid came up with with a Make America Great hat, with uh, the little red caps they have, and asked him for an autograph. Trump got the hat from the kid, signed the autograph, then threw the hat into the crowd. <laughs> Didn't even give it back to the kid who handed it to him. Hey. Like, this is the trifling ass behavior of, of, of Donald J. Trump, this year, 45th elected president of these here United States of America. When I saw the um because for whatever reason this was really a big deal right um and i saw some of the highlights of this the visit of new england patriots to the white house i think everybody from Kraft, belichick to donald trump to the players it was one of the most uncomfortable like um celebrations of championship yeah that you ever saw at a White House. I mean, I think the only person that was comfortable was Gronk because he's just <laughs> Gronk, right? But it was just uneasy. I mean, Donald Trump was trying to make jokes and it just didn't sit well. I mean, you saw the, the faces in the background and they just kind of seemed like, let's hurry up and get this shit over with. It was almost embarrassing to watch that. And shots out to everybody that stood and held their ground and said, they're not coming. And it's not a fact of disrespecting the president, but I don't think that in this type of world we live in now that we should just because someone has a title, respect them. Respect is earned. And if a person is disrespecting so many people and contradicting himself daily and not really being precise on what his agenda is, because in one moment... Donald Trump is saying, hey, let's make America great again. Yes. I state this. Well, when was America ever great? And what does that mean? What does that statement, make America great, mean? Please, please answer that. Then in another moment, you're saying, hey, well, what do blacks have to lose? I get that part. But then at the same time, you're sitting there saying, we need to take all these immigrants out. And guess what? We're going to go ahead and bomb Syria because of the inhumane things that they're doing to their people. And then you turn around with all the inhumane things that are going on in the United States currently, right now, on a daily. And the stuff that has come out of his mouth, the rhetoric, the conversations that he sparked because of Donald Trump, because of Donald Trump, you have racism in the face of so many non whites that it's it's almost feeling like we're back in the 60s and they're not saying that it was never here because it was yeah but it's now more prevalent to where we're having more and more clashes just recently in berkeley you had another clash of you know the 
neo-Nazis, but also Trump supporters yeah. versus the anti-Trump supporters and people that are saying that, you know, we're not going to live in this country with this racist rhetoric or a racist president or these racist feelings. Yeah. When you're just reckless with it, when you just real loose at the lips, when you just kind of say whatever pops in your head at a given time. He definitely you, says something. Yeah, yeah. He he says a lot, but I don't know if he's saying something. True. And, True. and and that stuff becomes inflammatory. You'll hear that word used in the sense of, you know, you get feelings up. You you start inciting stuff. It's, it's you know, what words have power. It's, it's why it's against the law to go into a crowded movie theater and yell fire. Like what you can incite and, and the emotions that you can spark and the damage that can be done just by some words coming out your mouth is crazy. And when you hold the most powerful position on the planet, you got to be extra tight lipped. And, and and all this loose stuff, you know, you got North Korea saying, you know, we're going to go to war because of your president. Like his loose, blatant, flippant, trifling ass ways is what the problem is. Like we're not saying we have an issue with, with your foreign policy. We have an issue with, with your economic standpoint or you're not backing up these nations. No, we don't like him. And because we don't like him, we don't like you. You know, he represents, he's the face of the franchise. So if, if we got to take shots at him, that's all, anybody can get it. And because of what's going on with him, you have the issues where they were having the uh, the Russian planes that were found that were met by U.S. fighter jets over Alaska. That was crazy. You got the issues with the bombings in, in Syria, the bombing in Afghanistan. He dropped the biggest non-nuclear bomb in the world. That's not, like, he dropped what they call the mother of bombs. Yeah. And it was like, okay. And I think it's such that male machismo and that ego to say, well, I'm Donald Trump and this is America. You're not going to push us. But in reality, a lot of us Americans or, or those who want to, you know, be subscribed to that word, we don't care about what's going on in other countries as long as we're getting our needs met here in this country and that's not happening so now you're going to it's almost kind of like you got a a stick and you're you're swinging at a pit bull but the pit bull is behind the the fence yeah and you think you're safe until you find out that that fence is open yeah. Right. <laughs> and now what you going to do? Yeah. This this is the same president who said that he bombed Syria because Syria gassed its own people. So they just bought. No, no. I mean, if you, I mean, just to follow the logic. So you're saying I'm going to bomb this this nation because of the way that it is inflicted, uh, hanging its <laughs> axe upon its own people. Yeah. The same nation. That is currently still have Flint, Michigan drinking contaminated poison urine colored water Golden through the faucet. The, the same nation that the we incarcerate more people in the United States than anywhere on the planet. Negroes still going to jail every day. I mean, the, the same nation that regardless of how much money and its foothold as an economic power, the poverty line, the constantly just decline and almost just vanishment of the middle class, the the corrupt and horrible educational system like the, you know any, what the new housing market is in cities it's tent city but go yeah, ahead any any nation who followed the logic that he followed to bomb syria would be well within their rights to bomb the united states oh for sure based upon the way you're treating your own people yes sir we are going to do this to you to yes. teach you a lesson yes sir you know just this loose talk these these trifling ass ways is is stuff that that needs to be 
looked in and that needs to be checked, you know, and because we're talking about this on a global scale. Very much so. You know, if, if you're not uh, doing your math, if you're not checking the scorecard in the last 21 days, you're talking about the, the bombings in Syria. You're yeah. talking about the bombing in Afghanistan. You're talking about the fighter jets over Alaska. Yeah. Like this is getting closer. America's had the luxury of geography for yeah, a long time. Very much so. That we haven't had to worry about stuff directly happening. This is a global world now, a global economy, global everything. The world's a lot smaller now. Yes, sir. You know, it, it's getting closer to home every day. And the world also looks at how weak the bully is now. Yeah. They've paid attention to how we are not as together as we used to, or at least the picture seemed like there was more control in America, right? Yeah. The the picture looked like it was good, that they could not come in here and just move and shake, especially when you look at 9-11, yeah. you thought America was united. Yeah. But now, as you look at all of the different things, America's so divided, so separated, so many different things that we don't agree on, and we look weaker than we've ever been. Yes. And at the same time, because of of the foreign trades and all the different things that we have um, moved over to other countries. Right. We've we've downsized and we said, you know what, I'm going to go do it cheaper over here. Yeah. We've opened ourselves for that that vulnerable point where now there's a lot more people that can come in and out. Right. Some of us can't go there. You talked about that the other day about not every person in America that thinks they can just be shitty here in America is going to go to another country. Just like we said, okay, open up the doors. And I think that's what Trump is trying to stop. But we've done so much heinous things to other countries, creating wars, saying that it's for humanity when really it's about greed, money, and power that payback and the fact that people look at it like, well, why don't we do something and come on the holy land of America and bring war to us? Yeah, because... Okay, so if you go back to the, the Reagan administration and first Bush, yeah, that was that America was Suge Knight in the nineties. Yeah. Like if, if first George, if he said I'm gonna drop a bomb, you can go ahead and fire up the Gap Band because it, it, it's about to go down. You know, like if you dropped a bomb on me, <laughs> baby. Hey, yeah, it, it's, bomb it's about to go down. Reagan, and, me. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. yeah, Reagan and first Bush, it's going down. Like everyone in the globe knew that America's going to drop a bomb with reckless abandon. It was Suge Knight in the 90s. Clinton administration was a lover, not a fighter. He was not involved in foreign policy, foreign affairs. He wasn't in the business like that. And that's why America didn't wasn't spending so many trillions of dollars in all these other places. That's why America's infrastructure became so solid. But he sure was Puff Daddy, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was Puff Daddy. Oh, yeah. He was. Can't stop. Exactly. He was Uh, definitely uh, giddy. uh, Yeah, yeah. Because. Though, as you said, in particular, he was a lover and he danced around a lot of stuff. Yeah. He still was gangster as well. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying, he was gangster at home. Yeah. So when it came to the global presence, all Bill's focus was here. Even when you go into the crime bill, which which led to three strikes in specific states and the mass incarceration, the the mandatory minimums and all that stuff. He was handling in-house issues. He wasn't handling Who's doing this in this country over here for this? He wasn't on that. Yeah. You know, so then when you got Junior Bush in, policies changed. Yes, sir. Only he was willing to drop a bomb, but because he wasn't strategic like his daddy or even like Reagan, 
He was just willing to do it. Yeah. So then that put the fear back a little bit in there. Like, nah, he 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 gonna drop bombs on people. His bombs over Baghdad. You can get Big Boy and Andre out here. Uh, and then you get Obama was not trying to. Obama was handling strategic things. Yeah. He said, I don't need to blanket your. But he did country. drop bombs. Though, he too. was dropping bombs, but he was like, I'm trying to drop bombs here, but I'm still trying to look like a nice guy. But at the end of the day, he wasn't announcing it like Trump like announced. This guy that's in there right now, there is nothing covert. He's, he's tweeting. He's, he's about tweeting. to drop. Yeah, bombs. he's he's tweeting. Hey, at the corner of <laughs> of, of of Jalal and and, and Excelsior oh and Syria. God. Uh, bring your umbrellas out because it's about to be some rain yeah. falling. Uh, and so he is the most attention-seeking president that we've ever had. This trifling ass, this attention whore that 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 is now you know Donnie J. Trump, the, the dude who's 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 in there, is this is what I'm talking. About. We got to watch it. So he's at the top. He's at the the pinnacle of trifling ass behavior with real world ramifications. But there's a lot of people out there who may not have the fate of the free world in their hands, but are still out here living reckless. Very reckless. You know, we're going to use one extreme, like I said, as the president for the stuff that he's doing. But then let's take it a little closer to home, mm-hmm. like to the everyday man. Yes, sir. You know, when it comes to how you are in your community, at your job. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't count how many jobs I work with people. So I ain't come here to work. You know, like I, I ain't here to try. I'm just here to get this check and go on and go home. That's half of America. Right you now. know, um, where, who, who's raising your kids? I don't know. He'll be all right. Yeah. Oh She'll be okay. God. Yeah, definitely. See it every you, day. You know, you, you call your wife today. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Got you a wife, girlfriend, baby mama, and a side chick. Hey. Shout out to Carmella. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> what was the line he used? Like, Car- is that real that he that said that? That is real. So Carmelo Anthony. Uh, married to Lala Anthony. Lala, she's, uh, if you're... Older, you know her as Megan Good's friend in the Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man too. She was Megan Good's best friend in those movies. If you're a little on the younger side, you might remember from MTV or uh, BT stuff. Well, if you or, know her from right now, she's on Power and she showed her tits. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to trying to blank the age. I'm just, just trying yeah, to yeah, say, yeah, 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 yeah. And they look good. Oh, Lala, Lala, Lala got Lala prosper in these streets. She got her own paper and as well. She done came up, and she married a man who just re-upped on a on a nine figure contract. So, so uh, go back into so now. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so uh, the reason why I preface that first is to show how stupid and trifling this is. So Carmelo Anthony plays for the New York Knicks. Rather than chase a ring or or do the do, do make a move that made better sense for his career, he took the money. So he took a nine figure deal with the Knicks. He worth a hundred million dollars on that contract for the Knicks. He's married to Lala. Yeah. Lala's not his baby mama or his Very girlfriend. Married. Seven years now. Which is common in any state that you in in the United States. So I think they've been together for ten. Yeah, but they're married. Yeah, married so so if their residency is New York or is California or Florida, wherever they they claim residency is irrelevant. Yeah. So he just uh, he he got a a stripper out of New York is pregnant with his baby, and so when he was questioned about it. Apparently his infidelities aren't new. No. Nah, but but when he but he should have had enough sense, especially when you're married to a woman and you just sign a hundred million dollar contract, you know she getting half. And so he was the thing was like, you know, and Lala's beautiful. And but his response was, uh, she's married. I'm not. <laughs> like, she better not be out here letting folks know what that mouth do. But I'm out here wild for the night. But isn't that the common denominator for every like man? To have that kind of attitude to say, you know, this is my block. No one can walk over it. But I will go to everyone else's block 
piss, shit, do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah, I'm, uh, I can pick on my brother, but don't nobody else say exactly. nothing to him. I'm territorial. Yeah, so he was like, the way that he was treating it, if Lala was some, just maybe a cute girl in a small town with no access or resources, you might try to flex on her. But Lala was established when she met him. Wait, hold on, hold on. But here's what... But, no, but, say what he said one more time, because it, it, this got to be the, one of the lines of the year. His was, she's married, I'm not. <laughs> so his mindset is, he said, basketball players, we're on the road, we have all these oh, access and opportunity. Man. Like, we, this oh. is what we do. You the wife and mother of my son. Shut your ass up, chick, and stay and play your role and take care of my kids exactly. while I have sex with all these other strippers. Exactly. Exactly. Mind your business. Mind your Mind business. Mind your damn business, lady. Watch your mouth. And so, but oh my God. Lala can prosper in these streets on her own. Oh, yeah, she can. And she about to come up. See, this is the baby. Lala Anthony is not Vanessa Bryant. So if you Vanessa Bryant was married to Kobe, yeah. and when Kobe got caught cheating, Vanessa Bryant's only claim to fame is being Mrs. Kobe yeah, Bryant. That's what it is. That's not the but case. You know what for I Lala. Think, but I think what she was about to try to break through and do some things, but Kobe deaded that out. Yeah, he, but I'm but he I'm saying back like no, this ain't happening. Yeah, all she is 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 Mrs. Kobe Bryant. Definitely right now. Lala movies, TV shows, already had a radio career. Yeah. She used to do the radio show with Luda back exactly. once upon a time. Like, like she already established. She's well known. She's got connections. She's got the plug. She built her brand. Yeah, she doesn't need to be Mrs. Carmelo Anthony for opportunities. Especially that Mr. Carmelo Anthony is yeah. on his way out. Yeah, she don't need none of that. He's but, not LeBron James. But she's about to get a Carmelo payday. Bro, say that line one more time. She's married. I'm not. <laughs> if that doesn't get put on somebody's t-shirt and let's go into the Carmelo Anthony thing because when I was watching the Knicks again have another horrible year and I was listening to the words of Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson is not a fan not one bit now you see why right no disrespect to Carmelo because I still think he has that type of it factor yeah. being put on the right team. He's a star. He's, but, no, no, no. But, he's a star, but he needs stars around him that are at a higher echelon. He's not a him. complete player, but he's, he's a star. not definitely. You don't. You can't build your whole team around Carmelo. defensive liability. It's done. Yeah, yeah. Right. He'll he's get forty-five, older, but his dude will get forty. He ain't gonna even get forty-five. He's gonna get a good twenty-five on a good night, good thirty. But you do not want to say Carmelo Anthony, and now I'm gonna put my whole franchise on him. Yeah. That's a that's a wrap. That's yeah. done. He's getting too older. It's, it's over with. But now, because see, here's the funny thing about what we're learning now. A lot of what they do and what they're supposed to do in that small circle, even though we think it's a big circle, it's very small. Huh. So I'm sure Phil was hearing the rumbling, right? So while we're sitting here like, why is Phil going so hard on Carmelo like this? Yeah. Phil is probably like, well, hey, guys, I'm not going to talk too much about Carmelo's Anthony's business. But the reason why this dumb fuck can't get it together is because he's so caught up in scandals. And I'm having a deal with this situation with his wife. That's why, because when you look at it, a lot of times when you watch a player start diving down low, you're trying to figure out what's going on. It's usually drugs, it's infidelity, or it's something that happened that's so tragic. Then when a 30-30 comes out, you're like, that's what happened to that yeah. person. If you take, so if the issue, so one of the things that I do know that has come up in the issue with, with Phil and Carmelo is, first and foremost, he doesn't like his game. 
So so just just from the basketball standpoint, sure. Phil doesn't like him as a player. But here's the thing. Well, but, here's the, but here's the thing of that. But you were willing to say I can work with it this, if you know that his character is something to where we can maybe work and yeah. mesh. Well, this is together. why the next part is important to that first part. So he didn't care for his game as a as a former coach to a player. Now, if you're bought it, if you're all in, you you make the concession. You'll say, okay, Rick Fox was a great defender, but he wasn't an offensive juggernaut. You know, you 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 play to what somebody's skill set is. It got to the point though with Phil. Phil took the job, not really wanting it. Yeah. He originally wanted the L.A. job, and then the rug got pulled out from under him. He took the payday. Yeah. So not liking Carmelo's game, and then he doesn't like Carmelo. Yeah. So Phil's been on this campaign to get fired because if he quits, he forfeits the $30, 40000000 million he still owed from and the And they Knicks. just signed him up for the two years. Yeah, but I'm saying if you quit, you forfeit. Yeah, I get that. Piece. But if you get fired, you get sent home and you get the check. And you get the check. So, but, so part of it with Carmelo is, is that he I, I don't care for the way he plays. I don't like him personally. So that's why he's the go-to guy that I'm going to roast publicly to, make, to force the owner's hand to get rid of me. But at the end of the day, now you kind of know because, like I said, it's not – to us, it's kind of like, wow, what the story is. It broke. But in those archives, because people know people, things happen, and everyone is pillow talking, and everyone knows. Yeah. And trust me, Phil, as being the guy there, I guarantee you the wave. And when you're watching the structure of how Carmelo Anthony was always deflecting from it, you look at Carmelo Anthony and it's like, what's really going on? And you've heard rumors before yeah. about him and his wife going outside of their marriage, right? You've no. done heard that. So to hear this now, watching the Knicks be a soap opera as usual, no. right? For any Knicks fan that thought Derrick Rose and Joaquin Noah was going to be the saviors and, you know, Carmelo Anthony and that that the new three, big three, like, ah, stop it. It's over with. You now, as Phil Jackson, at least in my perspective, in my eye, you don't feel as bad when you listen and you look at what he was saying, not saying that it was correct or right, but Phil probably knew that I can't take a piece of shit because I've already dealt with another piece of shit, Carm, um, Kobe Bryant. But there was a better upside to Kobe Bryant He's a better compared He's to a better, better business. Kobe, no, to uh, right now, Carmelo Carm- awesome. Anthony. Right? It's this. It's it's definitely that part. I mean, you have to understand because the funny thing about some of these women. That continue to date these ball players and these actors, these rappers, and constantly want to cry a river after the fact. I say, why are you dealing with all these Negroes who you know have more access than a little bit? Come home and come deal with brothers like us who don't have that much access, right? <laughs> that we have to kind of fight and, 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 and scratch to get what we get. And live a happy life. Yeah, because so so saying something to that is, is so I get want first off it, the payday. I, I get if, if but if you got money, why does it matter? No, no, but like Halle Berry, it's time to come home. No, no, no. Okay, I'm not okay. So that's a little different. But but I'm saying I, I'm saying first off, I get the woman's attraction to a guy who's got status. A guy who's on a billboard, he's on the cover of magazines. So you can't get mad at the results. Well, no, but I'm saying, so I'm saying, but going into the, to, to your point, so I'm saying I understand that that the draw, especially if the, if the dude is 28 and he's worth 150 million dollars, I get it. But I know a lot of people who like, like if you take L.A., so most people who are, who live in L.A., uh, they'll tell you if they're actors, athletes, entertainers, 
you get your significant other from wherever you came from. Like, because L.A. is a, is a, is a transplant yes, city. Sir. Most people who are there aren't from there. It's like Atlanta or it's like Vegas. So if you made it on Hollywood, if you want a TV show, if you uh, that's why they, they, they made the big deal about Kendrick. Because yeah. his girl's not dark skinned. But that's his boo from the beginning. Mm. Now, he happened to be from Compton, but he didn't get him a Hollywood starlet that comes with the money. J. Cole didn't get the Hollywood starlet that came with the money. Like, you get you the girl, and from the small town or from the neighborhood, like, you you have enough presence of mind of realizing the value. When you're the person who's like, I'm going to go for the it girl, I'm going to go for the it guy, then there's some bull it that comes with it but if it, that's what you want to get yourself into. But it doesn't always work. I mean, look at Chris Brown's situation. You know, his his ex-girlfriend, that dude is, like, lovesick over that chick. Right? Yeah, but... I'm just saying, it doesn't always go around like that. I think that's a little bit different because that's the girl that was around with all the other chicks he was cheating with. That was the resident side chick. But now Karuchi has made a name for herself. Yeah, but I'm saying but, now she But that's the side chick that got pulled up to the What start. about Shaq O'Neal? Shaq. Shawnee O'Neal? Yeah, I mean, Shaq O'Neal had his wife, and then they did the split, and now she's like yeah, but that one of the mothers, the godmothers of the Ratchet Show's what, what, basketball wives. Yeah, but, but that's a Carmelo situation. <laughs> she, she 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 was she wasn't popping like that like no 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 uh, I'm talking about the 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 extra oh, regular but, but it's oh, but listen the whole thing about it but it's all of the situation no no, no. I'm not trying to be okay, game okay, no 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 no, like no, no, no. keep on, it with what you're saying real. no 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 I'm saying for that example when you talk I'm talking about getting somebody like the hometown person I'm saying for the women of the same mentality. Like I said, I understand why you want to get with a Shaq, you want to get with Carmelo because they got money, but get you a solid dude. To the same, to the people who are famous, get you a solid dude. How can you get, uh, you know, I, I totally disagree with you because you're talking about who's solid when you get all that pussy thrown at you. What do you mean who's solid? Who's solid? You're saying there's no famous right, solid right. people? Right. All, so- right, all famous I'm people gotta you right be. Now, you know, all those love scenes that Denzel had with a old girl who was married to, um, uh, Robin Thicke, right? Those wasn't by coincidence, dog. Robin Thicke's uh, wife. Oh yeah, yeah. ex-wife. Uh, Paula. Yeah, uh, I know you. I know. Okay, I know yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't say Denzel was say. The, was was the model. But he, but he's one of the only guys that has had his woman for tenure, like Did, for a while. That's probably more understanding, similar to a Will Smith. So basically, to- at the same time, you're saying that okay. Solid dude is the solid dude that say, hey, baby, we have an understanding. I'm going to hump a few of these chicks. No, no, no. But I'm going to come back well, home. Well, two things. One, first off, whatever the relationship means to you. Because I, some people are okay with open relationships. So, well, I'm just got to put that first. So if, you, if you're the type of couple that you're okay with that, then that's you. I'm not to tell you that how they're just I'm saying I'm just saying I don't think they're okay with it. I think some of no, them just kind of realize, that's like, hey, be, that's, that's a, what it's supposed to be. But that's allegedly the Will and Jada thing. Like allegedly, that's what I'm saying. So like, you know, don't don't do nothing to disrespect the family. But I get why you out there. Like, there's some people who have that kind of understanding. Just make sure you keep it in her coochie. Just don't put it in her ass. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> don't come home with no babies. Don't be on the front page with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so there are some people who that's what they're okay with. What I'm talking about, there are people who have access who can still be solid. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like Ti. I don't know the man, but. I'm just I'm being well, I'm very saying, sorry, fucking Yeah, I know, but I'm right saying now, but dog. I'm saying but we're picking we're picking the people who are famous with problems. 
But I think the other part is, is that there's probably all kinds of people with But accents. you would have thought Carmelo had that moment where he was a young, fun, ran around guy, even though it doesn't fool me because I think all these um, dudes got a little bit of Negro still in them, that he had a solid wife. He actually went to New York for him and his wife to brand, and he still got caught with his dick in a cookie jar. Yeah, that's him. Okay, so what I'm saying, Carmelo Anthony was the same guy with LeBron, with Chris Paul, with D-Wade, talking about making the change. The same guy that when his coach was shitting on him, took the back route. And now the same guy that is looked at as, say that quote again. Yeah, uh, she's married, I'm not. Best quote I've heard okay, I'm saying, this year. <laughs> I think we're in agreement on Carmelo. I'm simply saying there's a, there there are people out there. Oh my god! There are people out there who have access who are still solid. And when I mean solid, solid is to the relationship that the two people agreed upon. I you guess. I mean? I, well, uh, so the I, better better I, question I, is: Are you saying nobody's solid? Hey, brother, let me tell you something. I'm going to speak upon the fact that these Negroes. These men, white boys, Mexicans included, the type of traffic that goes in and out, the type of time spent away from their significant other, there has to be a hellified connection, a hellified um, attitude of I am not and some real trust level with all that time and all of that goodness coming back and forth, back and forth for a man who's been on the road, who's being stressed out, who's feeling that he just wants to unwind. No one's going to know to say, no, I can't. I'm just saying, especially being at the ages that they're at. I get that. So your answer is no. Listen, my brother. <laughs> Listen, my brother. I'm not saying that it is impossible, but I'm saying that it's impossible. If you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> I just don't. There's the I. I maybe I just have a little more faith. I, I don't have that. I don't have no faith in any of those players. Well, no, no. With because there's like you got Carmelo Anthony. Like here's my thing. Here's my preference. I'm thinking if some of these dudes' lifestyles, and we were just talking about it earlier about how I don't. I don't can't even tell you the last time I went to a strip club, right? No. I can't tell you. Or the fact that I had a desire to go to a strip. I don't have those things. They do. And even if I had money, I wouldn't have a desire. Okay. So it's like you're asking for trouble when you go walk in to the strip club. You got these ball players like D. I remember what Dwight Howard had like some like eight babies or some craziness like it's that. It's some high number. It's something wild. And all of these guys, I mean, they, they, they trade chicks like baseball cards. I mean, they're in all these different okay. cities. You well, let me ask you this question since yeah. you're asking me questions. Yeah. You being who you are right now. Yeah. If you were being flown out every two to three days in a month, different city, all the time, spent maybe about three or four days here at home, but you're always traveling. Yeah. And you had a chick. You had your wife, girlfriend, yeah. whatever. Are you telling me? And you have access. Yeah. You're not going to use the access. I would like to think that if I got to the point to where I got married, no. But I've had a life where I was traveling and I was dating. Some and what people. were you doing? 
when I was single, I was single. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm saying, but when I was, when you, but when how I wasn't, I wasn't. But how long was you? Was it almost two years? Two years. So you wasn't for two years. I so was no it. extracurricular. Okay, stuff. so when you were together, for you said two years. Yeah, almost. Okay, so you did nothing. There was no extracurricular. And you were traveling. Hmm. Access. Yeah, always access. Okay. And nothing. Nothing. Because I made a conscious effort to make that relationship work. This is probably about five. So because of all the different times, social media wasn't that big. Well, because well, no, well, maybe not. There was no. And that's another thing. Social media plays such a trick in a lot of this. But 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 going to your question, so when I was out there, that was the whole mindset. When I made a conscious decision to be in a committed relationship, it was because I had a history. I knew what the the short game looked like. So I was like, I already. There's no question of what's out there. I already knew the answer. But what I'm saying is not just athletes, because if you take guys who were in sales, you take IT dudes, they travel just as much. Yeah. But I'm saying that there's people who travel half the year. And they're and, buying pussy. And, and multiple businesses. And they're buying a pussy. There's a percentage of them that are. Yes. I, that's what I'm saying. So my question is, so by that logic, there's just nobody solid. Nobody Brother, with access. Let me to tell solid. you something. Like I said before, and in the era of social media. That gets brothers and sisters caught up in that inbox, that DM, whatever you want to call it. It is easier access to go to a Tennessee, look up, oh, hey, got some friends in Tennessee, and hook up. It's easier for a person to, like, put themselves out there compared to what it was before. You can kind of lie about anything out there. No, no, I get that. And I, I just say... That it's a lot more difficult. And if you're not coming from a place where your foundation at home is solid, dog, you're in trouble. Yeah, we're not disagreeing on that. I'm just simply saying that I believe that there are some dudes that are out there, not even just ballplayers. Because I think ballplayers get a bad rap. They're the the Oh, really? No, no, no. Let me just feel bad for the ballplayers. No, no, no. no, no. As in that they're the pace car for infidelity. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the ones I know more police officers who cheat, firefighters who cheat, paramedics who cheat. Um, Shit, police officers are pimping girls. Yeah, no, but, no, but, no, but I'm saying I said I I'm, what that's saying. what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm taking it off of ball players because yeah. they're always the the initial go to. I was like, now nah, there's 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 people effing at every profession. Yeah, I, I think the most hoes I ever worked with was was bartenders, waiters, and waitresses. Well, come on, man. Well, no, but I'm saying that's like, like they're getting. It's like handed to them. Well, but I'm saying, but that's, that's why I said I'm not zeroing in on ball play. Yeah. Uh, but I think that that just has to do with who you are and what type of relationship you and that other person agree upon. Mm. I think that there are solid people who stay within the lines of what their relationship is to them. Mm. You know, if you get your, your extracurricular, I know people who are like, hey, just don't embarrass me. Like, I, and they're not famous, they're not rich, they're not whatever. Like, I mean, you, cheating you know is, what I mean, I mean, cheating is cheating. I mean, I mean, we're, we're let's well, because I think it's, it's cheating when it's, when from, it's well, because I think it's cheating when you're when when the deceit part. OK, sleeping with somebody else may not be cheating in your in that particular well, I mean, relationship. You, know, be, you don't really want to hear my views on it. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I think cheating when we look at it, it definitely is not just based on people of these higher professions yeah. that have money. I mean, it's bottom line. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm just saying the access. Right. You. As a man, when you are at that level where you're being seen and you're a figure, it doesn't even take you saying something 
someone's going to say something to yeah. you. No pun intended. No, I get it. Real. And that's just how I feel like that's why they get caught up and trapped more. I mean, you hear these guys, you know, having these multiple babies and then they're having these multiple sex tapes and they're passing out multiple chicks. Like I said, baseball cards or, or candy on Halloween. So you have to sit there and say, like, damn, you guys got to think a little bit more smarter. And when you see a guy like Carmelo Anthony who you believe and you hope has matured out of that. Yeah. Because in the same of having all that money, you've had good runs. You still say, in the same sense, just because they have a lot of money don't mean they make smart decisions. No, no, not at all. At all. The two don't necessarily go together at all. But I think that when it comes to the decisions that we make out there, some of that stuff is going to change and curve through the maturity. Some of that stuff is going to be process of an elimination of what works for you or what doesn't. Yes, sir. You know, when you're 22 Getting drunk every day may fit your 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 day. Getting high till two in the morning and sleep until two high in the till I die. Yeah, and then sleep until two in the afternoon may fit what your lifestyle looks like at, at twenty two or twenty three. But now at forty seven, with two kids trying to maintain a mortgage and, and keep your job, your life has changed, so some of your behavior has to change. I, I think that some of this stuff out there, if you want to be reckless to you. You know, that's going to be your business and your prerogative. I just think that it's important to focus on what we do and how we move and how it affects other people. You know, you talk about, you know, a loose talking president can lead to World War Three. Man, you know, uh, uh, inability to keep it in your pants can destroy a family and a home. Yes, sir. If you can't keep your mouth shut, maybe you shouldn't have this position. If you can't keep yourself shut, then maybe you shouldn't put yourself in a family structure where you can alter and affect so many other people. You know, make those proper decisions for the life it is that you want to live. And when we out here doing stuff and out here seeing stuff, I think sometimes it's stuff that we got to say something about. Say something, say something, say something. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Uh, where can folks find you social media wise? Barry Axius, B-E-R-R-Y-A-C-C-I-U-S. That's Facebook and that's um, the Twitter and Instagram is at Team Void. I'm Jermaine Morris on Facebook and every other social media platform is at J Morris CEO. If you're here in the podcast, if you see it on Facebook, see it on SoundCloud, hit like on the on on the page. Leave a comment if you think if you agree with what's going on with the show or even if you don't. You know, we like to get some of your input, I, some I of your love feedback. The and, you know, at the end of the day, just say something. Just, just say something. Say something. So I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you wait on me. Wait on yes, you. Sir. And until the next show, man, we'll holler at you later.